Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney WTF, where we talk about what's the fuss about Disney. For those that don't know us by now, we are a Disney couple. One of us is a Disney fanatic and one of us is not. But somehow we've made a way to make this relationship work. Yes. And this is episode 30. Yes, we are in the 30th edition of this podcast. And for today, we have very, very special guests in the house. My brother, Matt, and my sister-in-law, Michelle. Welcome, guys. Hi, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming. Um, how are you guys doing? Tired. It was a <laughs> whirlwind of a Black Friday. Well, you know, if if you're not tired, then you're not doing Black Friday right. <laughs> That's correct. All right. So, Ricard, we don't have any headlines today. No headlines, but we got gifts. <gasps> we have gifts. So, we're about to give Matt and Michelle the gifts that we got them from Tokyo Disneyland. Did, did you hear that S? I hear gifts. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, All gifts. right. So, I'm handing them the bag. Their bags are so much cooler. The current bag has a animation of Nemo and Friends Sea Rider from Tokyo Disney Sea and also Mickey and Minnie from the Halloween festivities because when we went it was during okay. Halloween. Okay <laughs> so I'm going in. I feel something round and hard and plastic. It's a it's got to be BB-8. It is a BB-8! <laughs> so let me see that and I'm going to show you what it does. Oh, I think it does everything my heart desires. Do you know, do you know what that is? Like what it's probably a as. popcorn holder. It's, it's a, a popcorn <laughs> bucket. Of course. <laughs> Definitely a popcorn bucket. And so what it has, it also has a little popcorn bucket stand so it, it won't roll around when it has your popcorn in it. And of course a lanyard so you can wear it around your neck. So we're gonna go to Disney World. And, and it says Tokyo kids. Disneyland. Yay! So background story, we have not given them the presents that we uh, have gotten, like the souvenirs that we got when, on, from our Japan trip. So we're taking the opportunity to do that now. Because we live far, far away. away. In, or, in the great city of Orlando. And, and that's why there's all this commotion, sorry. <laughs> okay. But see, this will be good because you know what? They don't have these in the uh, WW parks. They have popcorn buckets, but not these specific oh, yeah. ones. I remember the day that I saw the um, yeah, the TIE Fighter popcorn holders. So I don't know if you guys saw those in Tokyo. He has one. I did not. A so, TIE Fighter. Is that everything? That's everything. Okay, we have a smaller bag. The box-shaped item in it. Would you like to unveil this one? Sure. 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 What is it? They are nanoblocks. So nanoblocks are a fun cool. thing that Tokyo Disney has. And we figured you, since you guys are newlyweds, we would give you one that had a his and hers Mickey and Mouse it's Mickey so and Minnie nano cute. block. It's like Legos. <laughs> it's a tiny spoon. But nano. And yes, there's a tiny spoon. We in our also bag. put in there a coffee stir that are that is available at every single place that serves coffee. <laughs> oh man, that but it has a the ones Mickey head on top of it. <laughs> oh, very cool. It's so cute. Don't lose it. It's very precious and dear to Well, my thank heart. you guys. We appreciate you. No, nope, no problem. <laughs> you guys deserve it. We wish we could have brought home more. Boom. All right, so we got that thing set up. What's that thing called again? It's a BB-8 popcorn holder. We got BB-8 set up. And <laughs> uh, so the so today's episode is uh, going to be about uh, being a cast member. Oh, right? hey, that's, that's me. Yes, yeah, so that's uh, so Michelle <laughs> is, a, is a cast member now. So let's start by first you telling us a little bit of like, like from the beginning, like the backstory of like how you even became to be a cast member so and what that was like. Seven years ago? 
That's when you. That's when you became a I've cast member. Been a cast member since 2010. Nice. Wow, going on eight years. Yes. <laughs> okay, but my question is, why? 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 Why did you become a cast member? Well, do you want the the, the fun Disney answer or like the real life answer? Both. <laughs> Cover your ears. I was supposed to move to Texas to live with oh. the next boyfriend, and I needed extra money, so I started working at Disney. Oh, so it was like an initial job. Well, but, I but, had two other jobs at the time. But because, was there like a passion for Disney, or was there like a... I mean, everyone was doing it. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> um, when you kind of hit the 20-something, like the early 20s in Orlando, you're like, okay, I need a job. What do I got? So everyone just works at Disney, basically? For, I feel like at Disney or the other theme parks in the area, mm. I and mean, it's way better than retail. Even though there is retail in the Disney parks. So would you say that your passion for Disney came after yes. you became a cast member? After. That's also interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. that's a revelation for uh, me. My uncle worked for the company since 1997, and you get certain perks with mm-hmm. being a cast member, one of which is getting people into the park mm-hmm. on complimentary admissions. And so we'd always go to the park, and he'd be like, where do you want to go? And we'd be at Epcot, we'd go to Studios, we'd go to Animal Kingdom, and no mm-hmm. one ever wanted to go to Magic Kingdom. I never wanted to go to Magic Kingdom. Just, we hated it. We didn't want to go. It was a kid's park. Interesting. And then I started working there, and I was just like, oh, what have I been missing? <laughs> <laughs> super funny. <laughs> Did you have a question? No, I was just... Oh, okay. <laughs> what so, happened to that boyfriend? Yeah, he's in Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's still in Texas, <laughs> oh. and that was working a long time ago. Now I have you. Okay. <laughs> so... What I also wanted to get into is, I'm really curious. So Disney, obviously they capture, I think, people, like consumers. Like they do a really good job of capturing consumers, whether it's because you started watching Disney as a kid or whether you, you like went on your honeymoon there as a grown adult. They do a good job at capturing you as a consumer. How do they, like, what is it like in terms of how they capture you as a cast member? Oh boy. Honestly, I probably think it's the other people that work there. Like, there's a lot of great people that work there. Um, some of my friends, like my long-term friends I've known for seven years, mm-hmm. I met them at Disney. I have this one friend who, they were behind on interviews that day. So they literally were jamming two people into an interview room and mm-hmm. just interviewing them together. And that's where we met. And mm-hmm. we've been friends ever since. He was in the wedding party with you. Yeah. You huh. know, so like, you do, you just make lifelong connections with good, genuine people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so really- a lot of the reason why you stay isn't necessarily... The, the fact that you work for Disney at all. It's the, the cast members that work well, with you. That's, I mean, like I said, that's part of it. I mean, I really do enjoy like making the magic too, because it can be so much fun to just like do something so small that, you know, you can just do and it just makes someone's day. And so sometimes after teaching five days a week, I'm just like, oh my God, what am I doing? And then I go work a Saturday at Disney and I can go give a ice cream to a little girl in a princess dress and her face just lights up and it's just like, you're so cute. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. So you're, it's part time. It's not full time. I'm actually something called seasonal. Really? Okay. Yes. So I am. Like? I'm required to work 150 hours a year, mm-hmm. and I set kind of my own schedule. I say what days I can work, and if they have hours they can give me, I work, or I can take shifts from people for full time or part time. Why don't you do that? <laughs> 150 hours. That's a lot. Is it? I think so. I mean, I, I feel like we go there 150 <laughs> hours like in a month. But it's so a I lot should just easier. Over there. Yeah. It's a lot easier to spend 14 hours in the park than it is to work the park. Yeah, interesting. Well, I think we should look into it. Is what I'm saying. We? You, that would be cool. I'll do it. Wow. Okay. I, I get like I'll be like on the, like the inside like 
He got in. I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll probably go where they put you. <laughs> well, I mean, you do have kind of a choice in where you go. A lot of people even... And I know a friend who just recently got hired, and they kind of asked her, like, which park you want to go to. She didn't have a choice of locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I, the first time I interviewed, I turned down the jobs because I didn't like the locations that they had offered me. And then mm-hmm. the second time, I was just like, all right, I need this job, so let's go yeah. in. Um, so you do get a little bit of, mm. no, I don't want to say leeway, but you get to say your preference if you know the parks where you want to work. Mm-hmm. So do you, uh, can you work like interpark? If I wanted to pick up a shift at Animal Kingdom, Epcot, or Studios, I would have to figure out a couple of different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, where to park, where their costuming is, because each park has their own individual costuming location, mm-hmm. and where to clock in. But yes, mm-hmm. I could work food and beverage everywhere. However, since I am Magic Kingdom, Magic Kingdom doesn't have responsible vendor training for their frontline mm-hmm. quick service food and beverage because we don't serve alcohol. So picking up shifts in other parks is a little bit more difficult for me because mm-hmm. I can't serve alcohol. Gotcha. Hmm. So the training is a little bit different then. If you were to go to another park, you'd have to get trained in a certain, like a, a different type of food and beverage service? Kind of. There's just like different skill sets that you can add on. Um, and then you can just pick up based on that. So what positions have you had since you've been your long seven plus years? <laughs> I mean, the whole time I've been there, I was quick service food and beverage. I've been in the same area the whole seven years and it's, it's like my home. So I, I haven't, I've only ever picked up one other shift that wasn't in my home and it was still in Magic Kingdom because I was too scared to go anywhere else. <laughs> I could hear it in your voice, the, the, the fear. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's really, it's you get trained for food and beverage, you get trained on safety temperatures mm-hmm. for foods and things like that. You get trained on how to clean all the equipment and it translates throughout the parks. Like if you pick up a shift and you're like, hey, we need you to clean a soda tower. They're all the same. It's not any kind of difference. Mm-hmm. We don't, I don't, I'm not qualified to like work in like a kitchen where there's allergies and things like that. I am just like, hey, here's a soft serve ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> there's allergies. That's funny. That sounds scary though, because that's a lot of responsibility. You Definitely. should go, like just like watch at a quick service restaurant like Cosmic Rays or Pinocchio's Village House and just like watch the process for allergies. It's serious business. Can you describe the process? Like what is that like? I don't, I don't, I don't know get it. it I don't fully even I don't get what's going on here. I don't know it fully because I don't work in one of those like larger things like if we have an allergy we have an allergy book and mm-hmm. we hand it to the guests and we say okay this is the list of ingredients for this product do you see anything that you're allergic to and mm-hmm. they make their decision based on that but at the quick services they go to the register the cast member has to call over someone higher up than them to verify the allergy and mm-hmm. get all the complete information on the allergy and this is just from like watching while I'm in the restaurant yeah so, wow. um <laughs> They like stamp the receipt with like an allergy label and then we, cause we were getting food at once and I was watching the whole process and um, a, what they call them coordinators came over with the food on a special colored tray and then asked to see the allergy receipt and like triple checked like four things and it was just, I was like, I'm hoping like, when we have offspring there, <laughs> allergy free. Allergy free. But it's good to know that they have an option. <laughs> yes, there are, there's so they many options. They can go to Disney and still eat. So. Yes, Disney. Disney's first priority is always safety, and they're going to do everything that they can to make sure that they're not going to accidentally Kill have child. an allergic reaction. Yeah. So uh, what's the what's the training like? Yeah, I know it was a long time ago for you, but yeah. 
and it, and it may you know it may be different or whatever but back then I guess what was it like for you How, what do you remember from that from that training uh, well there was three days before I even got to a guest interaction role that happened and that's probably what you're most interested in yeah um, there's a day of just like we call it e-learning you sit on the computer learn this stuff the mm -hmm. second day or it might have been I don't remember the order but it's called Traditions. Mm -hmm. And it is a class on the Disney traditions. Like what makes Disney what Disney is and how you can portray the Disney persona, I yeah. guess. And this, they go over tiny little things. Like if this is gonna be terrible for your SoundCloud listeners or iTunes, but if you're watching on the YouTube, they go over things like, you know, you should always smile and greet the guests and like wave hello. But if you're standing there slumped over with your arms crossed, you're not as approachable. And that's not very Disney. Yeah. And they go over things like that, that show you. And that's the day you get your name tag and you get to meet the boss man. Walt? Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which um, is also Walt. And then depending <laughs> on what park you're hired for, you get a day of being toured around the park, saying, mm -hmm. okay, this is this land and this is why it's themed this way. And you yeah. get like little tidbits of trivia and they take you on a couple attractions. And in my case, you ball your eyes out on your first time on Haunted Mansion because they told you it was haunted and then someone scared you in the stretch room. <laughs> but you know, every third day of work should always end in tears, yeah. right? And is there, like a, <laughs> is there like a handbook? Do you get like a workbook or some sort of... You get a couple. You get some information about the Disney traditions. You uh -huh. get information on Disney look, like what's allowed uh, as a cast member and what's not. And then when you get to your area, there's different things that they give you. Like mm -hmm. we get handouts for the food temperatures and things like that. Attractions get their safety manuals. Yeah. Is there like a tattoo restriction? I have so many questions. Yes, you are not. <laughs> I should have brought my Disney look yeah. book. You're not allowed to have any visible tattoos. Oh, okay. Um, it was probably two, three years ago for facial hair. Something like that. What? You weren't allowed to have facial hair. Mm. It's like Publix. A couple years ago. And then they changed it and it said that if you can come in with it fully grown, yeah. You can have it. So like, like, it's like, you're like, either a boss or you're not a boss. Well, no, like no, beard. like, I have friends who legitimately took two weeks off of work so they could grow in their facial hair and wow. then come to work with it grown in and it'd still be... Oh, that's smart, smart, though. That is smart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna go on vacation and grow this beard out. <laughs> well, that's like what they man. did. And like like then they have, they have guidelines for ma male haircuts, mm -hmm. um, guidelines for women's, like, hair accessories, mm -hmm. jewelry... When I work, I can't wear my necklace. Um, because I'm in food, I can't wear my watch and mm. I can't wear my rings. Yeah. That's more of a safety thing, but they just have guidelines to make sure that everyone looks presentable. Yeah. And one of the things I do when I go to other parks is I look. I'm mm. like, oh, you'd never be able to work with me. <laughs> just to see the standard. And I think that's something that families, like they don't explicitly know that that's going on, but it's mm. something they can appreciate. Mm. That's true because probably it's one of those things you notice what's wrong, not what's right. Right. So that is very interesting. Wow. So how and how long is the training? For me, I want to say it was about two weeks because you have that core like Disney knowledge time and then you have your actual location time mm -hmm. where you learn how to do your job that you're going to be doing as a frontline cast member. Hmm. Is there a moment that you can recall where it's like things, because I guess you kind of started the, like it's just a job that that you need to to work, 
but is there a time where you can kind of think like, oh, this the magic is clicking for me and it's not just a job? I anymore? mean, the magic always clicks. Mm -hmm. It's just sometimes I've just got so many other things going on. Like when we were trying to plan the wedding, I was just like, I can't. Like, I don't think I'm making my hours this year. I'm not going to make my hours this year. And then after the wedding, I just hardcore knocked them all out, finished them like a week and a half ago. As a married woman. As a married As woman, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So training is about two weeks. You always feel the magic. It just clicks. What about, I guess, the culture of like dealing with people above you? How does, how does that work? Everyone experience is different. I've, I don't think I've ever had a negative experience with a leader at Disney. Yeah. Um, so in most areas, you have your actual basic like frontline cast members, mm -hmm. and then you have cast members that are... They're considered equal to the cast member, but they're given more responsibilities than the cast member. They're mm -hmm. called coordinators, and they kind of handle like cast member breaks, um, minor issues with guests, making sure that the location is just generally running smoothly. Mm -hmm. And then you have the manager, which we call leaders. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I can't recall. Yeah, I'm Any sure. time. Like, I just, but I'm, I try my best to get along, especially with people that mm -hmm. are in charge of my livelihood. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I guess that, that can really range from, like, you know, everyone, there could be someone that had, like, all they had was, like, bad experiences, and there could be someone that, like, never. So I'm sure that's just probably the, probably everywhere. But I'm just pretty, you know, amazed at how Disney is able to, like, keep their brand. And, like, I, I never see, you know, like a, like a, I guess person that doesn't look happy or joyous yeah. at Disney, which is insane. And like, this crazy. might be a random Disney tidbit for you, but Walt Disney World is the largest single location employer in the United States. Really? There, when I was hired, the number was sixty-five thousand cast members. Hmm. But I'm sure that's higher now with all the expansions and that's crazy. I, thought, I mean, think about all the, the 65,000 people going through the same training that you went through. Well, I mean, it's over a period of, of years. Like, we still have cast members that were their opening team in 71. I'm bad with years. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we still have original cast members from 1971. And that's pretty crazy. Is uh, Would you say there's more front-facing cast members or like... Like, do you think we see, like, like the majority of people that work at Disney in terms of, like, on-site? I would you honestly, say it's mostly, like... I have no idea. Because, yeah. hmm. I mean, um, going back to our <laughs> bridal party again, one of the bridesmaids was an engineer for Disney. I can't mm -hmm. even tell you how many people are in her department, yeah, yeah. you know, that make sure things run smoothly. Like, so there's so many behind-the-scenes deals that mm -hmm. I could not tell you the number. Hmm. Or even give you an idea. There's positions I'm sure I don't even know about. <laughs> <laughs> Has there ever been a time where you would that you had your kind of dream Disney job? Like, oh, you you know you, you work in food and beverage, but you wanted to see like, oh, I wonder what it's like working in this area instead. I've always been curious, but I'm also not someone who likes change. <laughs> like a regular Disney oh, person? Yeah. <laughs> All you guys are like that, man. None of you guys like change. <laughs> There's a reason we have that tagline. What's the tagline? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't want it to be me saying. So, 
like as you know like epcot right now is kind of going through a lot of change as is a lot of the as is hollywood studios but um Epcot, you know, we're starting, you know, lots of closings, you know, like with Ellen's Energy Adventure and mm -hmm. Soarin' changed to Soarin' Around the World. Um, Test Track. Test Track is going to... Um, Maelstrom, rest yeah, in peace. Maelstrom, rest in peace, is now, you know, frozen ever after. So um, we've always come to find that, like, when we reminisce, you know, oh, Mael or Frozen, it used to be better because it used to be Maelstrom. <laughs> or Soarin', Soarin' Around the World. It used to be better. So it just, Epcot just kind of slowly <laughs> evolving to Epcot. It used to be better. Oh, no. <laughs> but that just kind of solidifies the whole thing that we don't like change. We like going to the parks and seeing the stuff that was there when we were kids. Mm -hmm. You know, here's a fun, here's like a fun way to look at this from the outside, right? There's so many people that when they think about Disney that are not Disney fanatics and they're, they're thinking about like going, they're like, but isn't it the same thing like every time you go? Which is funny because that's the thing that you guys kind of love about it and like cherish yet it's why other people think it's like not ideal to do correct that's weird that's that's my mind's like <laughs> <laughs> is it weird i mean but i, I mean, don't know like, richie i mean i know you've only been there a handful of times but do you have an attraction that stands out in your mind right now that stands that, like out. you like it like you would like to do this attraction every time you went to disney well in like in any park sure for sake of argument. For the sake of argument, in any park in ever, it would probably be something in Tokyo Disney that never went on. I right. can't remember what it was. So you've ridden it once, and now you're like, oh man, I can't wait to go back and ride yeah. it again. And then I did you want get to do... there, and it's different. Yeah, I did want to do the Haunted Mansion again in Tokyo Disney. I think it was amazing. <laughs> well, I don't think they're but... ever going to make any substantial changes to the Haunted yeah. Mansion, but... No, but I, I mean, I, I definitely can see how it's valuable in the nostalgia that, of the fan, of like the people that are super like about it that go, but it's just it's just an interesting like point like of, of view where it's like people that love Disney do not like they want the same thing all the time, although obviously, Alexa, <laughs> don't want to talk to you, Patrice. There's there's people that love that. Obviously, they, they can you guys embrace change and they like change when it happens. But for the most part, it ha like you really want it to be the same all the time. But then when I talk to my friends about like Disney and Disney, they're like, "But isn't it the same all the time?" And it's such like a like it's like the reason why it's like they wouldn't go all the time. I it's, don't I don't mind new additions. I mind when they change, change things. Yeah. Because like. I think mm. the number is 33%. The Disney is currently only using 33% of the land that they own in the Florida project. Hmm. And so... In like, use the space. Right. Like, build, <laughs> build me another park yeah. because parks at capacity are a whole nother thing. Hmm. And build another park so that we can get people out there and get new things while keeping the things that are classic. But that's hmm. just that's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah, it's like a good to, opinion. I like to hear the, the corporate thought of that. Like, why not? Just tear it down. Yeah, <laughs> tear it down. Move Whole new infrastructure. <laughs> so, Michelle, I have a question for you. Is there a time that stands out to you where you just thought to yourself, like, wow, this is why I, I like what I do here at Disney World? Honestly, 
it's just like I said it's it's about the kids for me like seeing their day change because of something that I do mm -hmm. and it could be just as simple as saying oh hi princess I love your dress and things like that and their face is just like oh, someone acknowledged me other than my parents and told me I look pretty <gasps> wow so I it's 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 that it's just making that magic mm -hmm. well for adults for adults, like like do you, like do you feel the way of like uh, I made that adult his magical day? I for adults <laughs> for adults I try to treat them as I would like to be treated in the park. So like when Matt and I go to the parks, if it's around our birthdays, we get birthday pins. And where did we go the other day? We went to somewhere. I don't even remember. But like the first eight cast members we saw, none of them wished me happy birthday. And he made a comment to me. He's like, man. No one's wished you happy birthday today. I was like, I know. So like for me, whenever I see a happy birthday, I'm just like, happy birthday, David. How are you doing? Are you having a great day? Or if they have the, um, I don't even know what they're called anymore, buttons. I, I have the retro just married buttons that I can't find. The happily ever after buttons. Well, they're not. I don't know if they're the happily them, ever like after button. We had podcast buttons. Yeah. Either way. So whenever podcasts. I see one of those, I always try to like make a big deal about it. Like, oh my God, congratulations. Like one day I was working and I congratulated this lady on it. And she's like, oh, we just got married like five hours ago. They got married at the Grand Floridian. And she pulled out her phone and starts showing me pictures. Oh, and I'm like, cool. that's a it's, fun it's connection. That personable connection when there's umpteen thousand people in the park that mm -hmm. you know because sometimes you work with people and they're just there to to work mm -hmm. you know i'm there not often enough so i can kind of keep that little magical spirit and make someone's day mm -hmm. so this whole time matt said a few words <laughs> but not a lot but he's like the silent hype man over there like i've never seen a disney hype man until Today. A Disney, Disney what? A Disney what now? Hype Man. Hype Man. You guys know what Hype Man is? No. Oh, Hype Man. Hype Man. So <laughs> in, when when you have a rapper, right? So for example, Lil Wayne. So he has <laughs> usually a Hype Man that like will enunciate words for him and like get the crowd going or just kind of back him up so he's not there by himself performing. And Matt, you're the Hype Man. You're the Disney Hype Man of the day. Okay. <laughs> get the crowd ready. What of the day, Hype Man. Hype man. <laughs> the things you learn when you visit the 305. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You come to Miami, you learn things like hype man, what that is. It's pretty cool having Michelle in the family because you can, well, obviously we love her, but, but anywho, but besides from that, it's, she knows all these insider Disney facts that for a Disney person like me, it's just like, oh, I've got my, my connection. <laughs> and she's, she's, she's not that far away. <laughs> So what is it like, uh, hype man, what is it like being the, you know, the significant other of a cast member? Well... You look at me like you want me to answer this question. Well, he likes it during college football season because I yeah. work on Saturdays so he gets to watch football. True. <laughs> that is also, that is nice. That is yeah, perfect. That is, that is in, in fact well, a fact. <laughs> you know, certainly I would say it's like it's almost like any other job, you know? I mean, certainly when she's at work, she can create the magic that she mm -hmm. has for the kiddos. 
And, you know, I always love when she comes home and she tells me, like, the stories that she tells me, like, that she gave a, you know, a little uh, kiddo dropped their ice cream cone and she was able to, you know, kind of, you know, give them a free ice cream cone to make up for that. So um, anytime where she's able to give a little magic to a kid, you know, and she tells me about it, it's like, oh, that's a good job, babe. You know, you're, you're doing a good, good thing by being, you know, a cast member. I think you like all the costumes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you get to bring those home? Oh, that's yes, true, too. I can. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I've never tried them on. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I have to see pictures at some point. <laughs> They're um, around. Oh, my God. Uh, the images in my head. That's funny. Yeah, but you know, which is not to say that she doesn't have some, you know, if it's like a really peak season type of day and just you know 70,000 plus people in the parks you know she mm -hmm. has a, a busy day and you mm -hmm. know a lot of on her feet and I come home and I'm like my feet hurt <laughs> he's like and I'm like but my feet hurt <laughs> and eventually he gets it <laughs> but, but kind of you know being a lifelong Disney fanatic it's like you were saying that it's nice. It's nice to have that that cast member connection because you know they can always kind of give you that the insider thing sometimes. You know, so, I don't get that much insider uh, anything. Anything that's <laughs> not public I just knowledge. Want to be like, so what are the Utilidors like? <laughs> tell me and about you know those. I can't tell you more about them. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll keep well, asking. I know. <laughs> I can tell you they do exist. But that's <laughs> Well, Michelle, like, even if you, you don't know, like, you say you don't know much more than we do, but I feel like maybe it's just the way you play it off. It's and, and it's just so much more like, oh, tell me more. I think it might be because I spend so much time there, and I just, I get to see, like, the nuances of things and, like, how things, oh, I see how that works together now. So. I mean, do you, like, let's be honest, though, do you feel like you're in the CIA? No. no. <laughs> I mean, I know there's certain things that I can't be like, "Hey guys," yeah. but I like the, the funny. I think the funny thing is that I'll, we always joke about this: is that when we retire, we're gonna be that cast member. We, we want to work as the cast member at the Mickey poles at the entrance of the park of the theme park mm -hmm. when we're like 70, 80 years old. Oh yeah, and, and everyone's gonna hate you because you're so slow. Yeah. But they're gonna to be give like, high five. It takes five minutes. So <laughs> by that time, Disney's gonna be like on facial scans. That's probably. I mean, I'm not, there probably won't be Mickey polls anymore. It'll just be like a Minority Report where they scan your. Yeah. They do a retinal scan <laughs> to get into the park. I've scanned my fast passes. You, you. I mean, they're already <laughs> at, they're already at the fingerprint thing. So. Yeah. Well, they've always. Yeah, they've had, had, bio, they've had biometrics for a while now. Stuff in next, really, because I always. I mean, on a previous episode, I talked about how Disney is usually the preview for like what real technology is going to be like. Yeah, no, I as far back as I can remember, even with paper tickets, they've always had a fingerprint. Yeah. I don't remember fingerprinting don't remember at Disneyland. Fingerprint. But Disneyland still gives you a little glow-in-the-dark hand stamp for re-entry. Mm -hmm. I miss mm -hmm. it. Disneyland has all those things. Oh, I remember the, the stamp from... Yeah. Oh, for same-day re-entry or park hopping, you get your little stamp. On your hand. You know when I got my stamp? I was at the club. <laughs> it's very similar. You have yeah. to put the, the black light over it. Yeah. In case you have to go out and get some. I, I remember out. being a child and like going to the bathroom and being like, Mommy, I can't wash the top of my hand. Because I was always so scared it would come off. Like, <laughs> you wanted to keep that magic stamp yeah. on. You no, I was scared I wouldn't be let back into the parks if you. Oh. <laughs> they won't think I was here. Isn't there like a Mickey club or something? Like, 
or like a TV show. Like, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? Yeah, like you guys have that. I like was at like a club. I didn't I like watch a, it. When I was 12 years old, I was clubbing. And I would get that stamp. <laughs> and then go back into the club. When you were 12? I, I was partying really early. I was a promoter <laughs> in middle school. I was hanging out with like older kids though. That's a whole nother story. Whole nother yeah. podcast. <laughs> whole nother podcast. <laughs> Save that for a here's, different so podcast. Here's a, here's, a cast, here's a question for a cast member. So it's kind of a prototypical question but oh boy. for a cast member. But they always ask, um, because you're a cast member, does it ruin the magic? Ooh. Either because you go I, so often or because you know the insider secrets. I it think it adds to the magic. To see all the steps to everything to make sure that illusion is preserved it's just like holy wow twist like short snippet back when toontown existed if you went all the way to the back of toontown to the toontown smoking section there was a section where there was like a tree that had died and you could see the outside world and we told somebody and two days later there was a new tree planted there wow Hmm. like the magic is serious, and yeah. I think it's yeah. that so much cooler that 40 years later we're still working hard to keep the magic. Good answer. Okay, I think Disney's the ultimate brander. Like the brand of Disney is insane. Like that that company, you guys do a really good job. I'm quite jealous. <laughs> <laughs> you could just learn from them. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> Do you have any more questions? No, that's all I got. Do you have any more questions? Hype man, do you have any more questions? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Michelle, for being here and answering all of our questions yes. and for being wonderful enough to, to share. And Hype Man, good job. Yeah. I'm coming to Disney World! Hype Man just stormed off like a maniac. uh, Thank you so much for everyone that's tuning in. We really, really appreciate it. If again, you know, if you're listening, please leave us a rating, subscribe. If you're watching, leave us a comment, subscribe. We really like to know what you guys think about the uh, the podcast. And um, we're on Instagram at DisneyWTF.Radio. We're on Facebook. We're on Medium. What about your new thing? Yes, we're on Medium.com forward slash. Disney WTF, but this is a headline. We have a flash briefing on Alexa. So if you if you're on Alexa and you know what a flash briefing is, because a lot of people don't really know what it is or what an Alexa is, but if you have an Alexa, we have a flash briefing called the Walt Daily. It's amazing. It is. You can have it in your in your room, home, or car every morning, every evening, or every night, every day. I hear it's rated five stars. Five stars. If you go on there and give us a rating, that'd be great. <laughs> and now we're two for two on five stars. So we'd appreciate you going on there adding. But yes, we're on Alexa briefing. I think we're probably one of the first voice recorded Disney Alexa briefings. Everything else is by written audio, which is, which is interesting. But anyway, it's another, it's another topic. But yes, check it out. And thank you guys again so much for listening, for watching. We really, really appreciate it. We hope you have a magical day. Goodbye!